0: The KUAM Podcast Network is back and on demand, featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment. Available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now. The focus of this episode is the recent rollout of the All Rise program of the government of Guam. 18 months into the global pandemic, a program designed to give citizens of the U.S. territory some needed financial support in the throes of a public health emergency has turned into a policy and logistics fiasco. Time for That's It, That's All.
1: You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean Gumataltel.
0: It is no accident that you are here. This is That's It, That's All. I'm Sean Gumataltel, your host of this podcast. That's it. That's all is brought to you by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm based in Micronesia. Do you need support with completing your business plan? What energy efficient upgrades can give you the most bang for your commercial business buck? Let Get LLC help answer these important questions to support your small medium, and large business. You can find out more about them and how they can help you with your bottom line on their website at get-guam.com. Check them out. Greetings to those listeners checking out the podcast in Elgin, Illinois. Also, greetings to those of you listening in Priest River, Idaho. The listenership continues to grow, including those now listening in St. Paul, Minnesota. Can't forget the listeners across my island home, especially those up the road in Mangilau and where I spent my childhood in San Leandro, California. a day to you all near and far. A very simple format. Let That's It That's All keep you company as you go from one end of Paradise Guam to the other. Download the podcast ahead of your next road trip, ahead of that busy work on your desktop or laptop computers, or right before you begin that next workout at the gym, or if you're hitting the trails or parks in and around your neighborhood. Thank you to our good friends at redcircle.com in pushing out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Don't forget that you can find That's It, That's All, on the iHeartRadio app and Pandora as well. The podcast is also a part of the KOAM Podcast Network, an awesome collection of on-demand audio shows originating in Guam and Micronesia from the number one broadcast and digital source of news and information in the Western Pacific. Like, subscribe, or follow the podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. Click, click, click those important buttons, right now. I woke up on September 1st thinking it was going to be a day like most in our part of the Pacific. The sun rose brightly with a smattering of clouds here and there. The day was off to a good start in Paradise, Guam. That was until the 7 o'clock hour in the morning and the launch of the All Rise program by the Guam Department of Revenue and Taxation. An executive order signed by Guam Governor Lou Leon Guerrero on August 12, 2021, directed the establishment of a direct aid cash assistance program for individuals and households in Guam. $30 million was set aside with the guidance of the U.S. Department of the Treasury under the American Rescue Plan Act to pay $800 to single tax filers and $1,600 to married filing joint filers on Guam, a program to support every single local resident impacted by the ongoing COVID-19 public health emergency. Let me say that from my local experience as a member of the media from 1994 to 2003, a senior executive branch official from 2003 to 2010, a senior judicial branch official from 2017 to 2020, and a political analyst and university communications instructor since 2012, I have never seen an activity in Guam That was played out like the September 1st rollout of the All Rise Act, which for all intents and purposes was an absolute black eye for the current administration and for government officials across the U.S. territory on a day following the highest recorded cases of the coronavirus since the start of the pandemic. Hundreds of cars and people converged on the Revan tax offices in Barragada, likes we hadn't seen since the pandemic changed our lives in the preceding 18 months. Men, women, old, young, with ailments, no jobs, all waiting to submit documents to get a piece of the $30 million handout. First come, first served, as the tax agency described in recent weeks, through the local media. Within minutes, the online portal to file applications for the All Rise program crashed. The volume bottlenecked online submissions for most of the first day. The lines to submit snarl traffic into and around the facility, blocking inner island commerce at Guam's only commercial airport and into the nearby industrial areas of northern Guam. People desperate for money blocking others trying to scratch out a living. Talk radio was filled for the first hours of the program with frustration, anger, and desperation. Social media was just as full of profanity-laden rants for much of the day, from motorists trying to get in and around the area not related to the executive action and sharing more choice words for the execution of a program that many have said was needed months ago, not when an island society has apparently reached herd immunity with a pivot to a new normal. The amount of technocratic explanations from the department to the top of the Leon Guerrero administration, the sheer volume of concern being shared across the whole of government. Importantly, the lack of empathy. The risk of community spread of COVID with such a process, all of it has left this podcaster scratching his head. Fairness, not sure yet, as there is still more filing to be done in the days ahead. Reasonable, there are some that think this all-rise process should have been done sooner. Hope, many expressing their dismay, think that this may be, the last chance for residents to secure needed monies as the pandemic is taking yet another turn for the worse. Need. Many are in need of $800 or $1,600 to meet some immediate needs in the ongoing public health emergency. Now, let's look at this from the policy front. Lawmakers have been sparring in recent months over how to allocate this federal funding with Guam Governor Lou Leon Guerrero suggesting direct payments to residents should be prioritized and any caps lifted on amounts to be spent, well, that's not going to happen. The spin has been something like this from lawmakers. Senators saying in different medium that as Guam continues to recover from the pandemic, we, meaning the senators, the leaders of Guam, are committed to delivering relief for all our residents and businesses. Senators telling anyone who would listen, that they all believe this assistance will not only help those who continue to struggle, but also provide a boost to our local economy. Policymakers have bellowed for months that they will do all they can and do their due diligence to make sure that taxpayers are protected. Man, the art of the spin. Plenty of words from the Guam legislature, no real substantive action. Maybe the letter writing will put checks in people's hands faster than a simple directive from those who can make those calls. That leaves the office of the governor, tasked with executing their own mandate. The hours after kickoff, after much fanfare, well, less than spectacular. The images of veterans of foreign wars waiting in line for assistance will be forever burned in my mind. The stories from those in the cars waiting for, in some cases, 12 hours, will resonate with me for a very, very long time. How did this become such a mess for the people of Guam and specifically for the government of Guam? Like the COVID-19 pandemic hasn't been bad enough already on the lives of all the people that they serve. Is Guam's effort to spend ARP funds worse or better than what is happening in other parts of the United States? On August 21, 2021, Bloomberg News reported that the Choctaw Nation set aside more than half of its $1.1 billion in federal COVID-19 relief aid to give to its members, joining at least three other Native American tribes using so-called stimulus money for direct assistance. The Bloomberg article noted that a series of cash relief programs combined will cost about $627 million over two years, according to a tribal spokesperson. Now, the programs would address the economic impact of the pandemic on tribal members with specific outlays for the disabled, educational aid for those under the age of 17, money for any member who can show hardship, and in particular, payments to the elderly. Now, King5TV in Seattle, Washington, reported back in May that city leaders there released their plan for how they intend to spend nearly $130 million in federal funds intended to help the city recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. Seattle got $116 million from the American Rescue Plan Act and an additional $12 million from the Home Investment Partnerships Program. The city Council in Seattle voted that the money will go towards Seattle's homelessness response and community well-being efforts like direct cash assistance and aid programs. The Marianas Variety reported that the CNMI governor, Ralph Torres, has already committed $31 million of their ARP funds to go directly to the people of Rota, Tinian, and Saipan. Puerto Rico governor, Pedro Perluisi, committed in early August of $4 billion, $570 million will be split between payments to essential workers in the public and private sectors to support what he called their, quote, quality of life, close quote. The Virgin Islands Consortium reported on April 22, 2021, that the USVI Department of Labor was nowhere close to start making federal unemployment payments from the American Rescue Plan Act to Virgin Islanders, and had only now started to issue payments to residents for a program for a limited time. When the ARPA was passed back in March, American Samoa Congresswoman Amata Radawagen pressed out of her office that American Samoa could expect a second straight year of record federal funding with the Biden signature of the measure. $661 million for American Samoa, of which, according to a release out of her office, quote, the direct payments to individuals of $1,400 will begin going out shortly after the bill officially becomes law. Small business programs will soon have additional support. Close quote. Execution. The whole RISAC rollout. On September 1st, 2021, was really about execution in Guam. A plan was made, staff were briefed, but I don't think that there were folks there that could have ever anticipated such a rush to apply for a program that, quite honestly, was needed months ago. But what do the people of Guam get? A graphic on social media, a post at 1 p.m. from the governor's communications team on the governor's Facebook page, a surefire way to get the information on the happenings of the island. They touted 600 applications processed via their drive-through system, 300 over-the-counter, and 11,000 filed online by noon, 13,388 by 1.30 p.m. Guam time. Yay! Did they not see the people lining up the evening before lined up? Tears shared by many just trying to get basic necessities for their families. Frustration, print, and broadcast reports were filled with them. A recap the next day, the Reverend Tax Director told KUAM that there was, quote, a whole lot of demands on our system, close quote. That from Director Daphne Shimizu. She noted that IT professionals in GovGuam were put to task for most of the morning. Director Shimizu said by the end of the day, 16,175 all-rise applications were completed online. But the work continues. I don't want to sound like I'm making the people at Revenue Tax look like villains. On the contrary, while responsible for bringing in all the revenue to the government, there have been times in their history when they have been asked to do something set by either 15 people voted by the people of Guam or the chief executive. They have done so much with less. This podcaster is a fan of what they do. Policymakers think that with their harebrained ideas, and they're going to work, so that they think, and then they're going to throw good people at such crazy policy. Well, the next day started with much of the same. Cars and lines looped around the Revan tax offices in the village of Barragata, stretching for miles. Another sea of humanity trying to get a piece of the ARPA pie from Revan tax. Not sure that Congress intended such wild and crazy scenes to get help. Pretty sure President Joe Biden wanted to be sure that folks got help when they needed it. The law was signed in March. Rules were set in May. Pressure since then led to the September 1st debacle. But as this podcast premieres, more folks are making their way to get a piece of the all-rise program. Hopefully, when they get there or some, get some traction online, they can at least finish the process, a process that shamefully highlights the worst of government administration in America. As the sun rose a day after the all-rise rollout on Guam, it was like the rollout never happened. The governor's office decided to pivot away from the vitriol of the all-rise act. They threw the Guam Emergency Rental Assistance Program in front of everyone. Now, the reaction was pretty bad. The opinion page of the Pacific Daily News in Guam in bold read, Rise Act measure fiscally irresponsible politics at its worst. The PDN noted, quote, this is complete fiscal irresponsibility. They have chosen to make themselves out to be the champions of the people so they can proclaim themselves as heroes when their campaigns go into full swing next year. This is the worst form of politics. Time Mama close quote. The Pacific News Center is reporting that right before the recording of this podcast, the Department of Revenue and Taxation said it had already collected about 20,500 applications, which means more than half of the current $30 million cap has already been allotted. In an interview with News Talk 57's Patty Arroyo, the governor said she is studying the figures very closely and is willing to find more money if it's necessary, saying, quote, if it's 5 or $10 million above, I'm going to find five million or 10 million above," Close quote. she added. That the legislature must also get on board with this and look at what they have in terms of the revenue stream. The worst of it all for me personally was the Guam Daily Post reporting that Governor Lou Leon Guerrero was also on site on September first, speaking with some of those who were first in line for the All Rise Act funds. She said, "Quote." Today for me is an accomplishment by the Department of Revenue and Tax, by our administration to provide the financial funding to help our people. This pandemic is rising and rising much more crazily, but our people here at DRT are so smooth in their operations, close quote, respond, innovate, succeed, empower those Four words, make up the acronym RISE. But what does this event from September 1st show all of us in the people of Guam and all of Micronesia? Well, respond. There has been a lack of response from policymakers to the ongoing pandemic, cutting funds for healthcare agencies across the last two consecutive budget cycles, all in hopes that the governor would bail them out. Their response has been poor public policy. There was even an effort to change the all rise law recently to gain more political chits as the Leon Guerrero administration tripped their way with the all rise rollout back on September one innovate. Well, tell us they want such, but no money to make it work in these COVID times. Zoom meetings have been the norm. We have online classes for school, but not a single cent to make sure the front-facing customer service parts of the government of Guam are able to do more virtual transactions. This type of efficiency was part of the governor's election platform back in 2018. Succeed. There has been some success. The all-rise effort succeeded in stopping inner island commerce for two days as traffic was snarled right near the Guam International Airport and the industrial areas adjacent to the Revenue Tax Office. The communications team at Adalub succeeded in their effort to be vilified by the local media for their lack of transparency during the past couple of days. No infographics or Facebook Live messages could ever replace. Empower the lines of people trying to get an $800 or a $1,600 check. We, through these acts, have empowered our people to rely on the government to the point where it may have seemed so economically feasible to wait in line or online for 12 hours for a check, but not able to spend 12 hours in lines to the hundreds of businesses trying to find qualified people to work and reopen the island for business as the new norm of a pandemic community at herd immunity should be doing right now. This with an unemployment rate of 11.4%, 8,150 people out of work in Guam, this current number according to the Guam Department of Labor. Lessons are to be learned from all of this. Our community needs to remember that this pandemic is going to pass, and when it does, the events surrounding the all-rise rollout of September 1, 2021 will more likely become a blip in the weeks and months to come. But we should all see this from a very different perspective. We cannot allow our community to dip to such depths. During a natural disaster, Guam traditionally has been known as a community that helps their neighbor. The loss after a storm has an effect on our psyche that lasts for generations. But we remember the generosity of others. The actions that are played out last a lifetime in our memories. But this all-rise rollout is a stark contrast to what our island community is all about. There is no upside here. Money will eventually make its way out. Folks will spend it. But then what are we left with? A society that is morphing into one where a helping hand discriminates. A helping hand that has no compassion. A hand that may say support, but means something less than that. That's it. That's all. If you enjoyed this podcast, download, press subscribe, or follow us right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you soon.
1: The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatato. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatato. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening. The KUAM
0: Podcast Network is back and on demand featuring a great variety of podcasts from our island and region, including culture, lifestyle, awareness, crime, politics, commentary, comedy, and entertainment available on most streaming platforms. The KUAM Podcast Network. Subscribe and listen now.